from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Welcome to America Works, excerpts from longer interviews with contemporary workers throughout the United States, collected by the library's American Folklife Center as part of its Occupational Folklife Project. This is AFC staff folklorist Nancy Gross, and this America Works episode features marine underwater diver Jim Mercer. Jim works on commercial fishing boats in and around the port of New Bedford, Massachusetts. It's a unique, challenging, and dangerous job. Jim, who grew up in the New Bedford area, loves it. He was interviewed by Madeline Hall Arbor on behalf of the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center as part of the American Folklife Center's Archie Green Fellowship Project, Working the Waterfront, New Bedford, Massachusetts. So how did you get started with this? Um, probably um, family business was a, a dive and ski shop. My uh, mom's brother was a diver and actually got my dad into diving in the 60s sometime. For recreational diving? Yep, they said let's open up a store Um, and then my dad started teaching uh, sometime in the 50s. He was a dive instructor so uh, my dad stuck me in the water in the the 70s. I remember getting into a wetsuit with a some soapy water and squeeze it into it and that was uh yeah the rest is just history uh the first job i did was probably uh 14 years old i cleaned a couple of tugboats in fairhaven and that i should have that was a that was a really tough job i should have known <laughs> from then on that it was going to be tough but I, I always just enjoyed the uh i enjoyed getting guys off and running uh, it's a good feeling when you when you watch watch the boat go out and you just checked it and you know it's good and so on um, on a day-to-day basis I, I uh, wait for phone calls and um, take care of the fishing boats in the water uh, on the bottom looking at the propellers the coolers the intakes the transducers the zincs and any other problems that they might run into along their trip. So what kinds of things are you looking for? Um, well, the obvious would be rope in the propeller, which sounds simple to everybody else, but um, uh, some, a few extra barnacles or any growth or any, anything that um, possibly went through the propeller to disturb its function. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like a bend or something that wasn't there the last time. So is that how, how people know to call you? Is that something's just not right with the... Yeah, there's a checklist that the captains have, um, and it will just say diver on there, and then the shore engineer will, will call me, or the owner uh, will call me and say, okay, you know, we got to check for the diver. Let me know what's, what everything's looking like. If the boat's sitting, they're going to call the diver after it's sat, and... I'm going to put more time on the boat. It's the first thing that I look at is the propeller. Um, after that, 
it would be um, a good look at the coolers. Um, so the, a lot of the larger boats, if you see them out of the water, they have these, um, it's basically a radiator. It's outside the boat. And the barnacles love, the, love to grow on it. Um, barnacles or worms or mussels or whatever you might have um, would bother uh, the cooling. So it would be propeller, uh, then the coolers, and then sometimes the obvious stuff, um, changing pipes on the inside, changing valves on the inside of the boat. They need me to block up the vents, stand by, they block them, they fix them. Hey, well, you mentioned the dry suit. Yeah. Can you just describe what kind of suit you wear and what time of year? Um, yeah, well, the, the suit thickness goes by millimeters. Um, let's see, I have a, a 7 mil dry suit, which is the thickest, and that would be up until about now, which is uh, April. Uh, I'll be taking that off shortly, hopefully. Um, but right now I'm in my, my warmest dry suit. Um, I can wear regular clothes or maybe some like thick pajamas underneath. Um, and that's going to keep me pretty comfy. And then, uh, as it warms up, I'll go to a, um, six mil and a five mil and a four mil. I got the, the whole, the whole gamut. Um, end up with a lot of suits, end up with a lot of gear. Uh, if I go too thin, which I, um, end up by, uh, I end up by poking myself with barnacles because they can cut right through the neoprene. Yeah, so I'll get uh, wet on the hands and damp and on the head and everything else is, uh, unless I've poked a hole in it, um, everything, when I'm getting out of the water, I'm, I'm completely dry. The hardest part is um, probably right about now when the water needs to be warmer. <laughs> 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 and it, it should be getting warm soon, but it, it doesn't seem like it wants to. Yeah, it's, it, there's there's not too too many really hard pots. I I dislike when it rains and the water clarity is very dirty. Um, the reason for that is not because I'm scared of the dark or anything. It's I, I can miss something very easily. You 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 can't rush into things. I would tell the person getting into it that you can't rush into things. Um, go and hang out at. The sh go and work at the shipyard. Go and know what the bottom of the boat is. Um, have an interest in diving. Don't be scared of cold, dark places. You know, some guys are into the, the tractors and, and uh, whatnot, but uh, I was always into the, the boats, the bottom of the boats. I, every day is pretty dangerous. Every day. It's not... Um, it's not easy. I, you know, I, I say this lightheartedly, but uh, they say, you know, go and check the propeller. I'm not staying five feet away. I'm not staying 10 feet away. I'm not staying two feet away. I'm like basically making love to a computer, to a, a, a propeller. I'm wrapping myself around it. I'm looking at it in every little aspect possible. There's four blades and five blades and three blades and looking at the blade edges. Um, and if it's if somebody turned an engine on, it's like a it's a blender. Right? It's not, you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> every every day is dangerous, and and nobody uh, nobody wants to be the guy that 
turns the engine on when, when the diver's down there. There's not too many other people that'll do it. There's not too many other people that'll do it and stay with it. Um, there's not too many other people that'll do it and be comfortable. It's a unique job and it's what I, what I like. You've been listening to commercial marine diver Jim Mercer from New Bedford, Massachusetts. He was interviewed on behalf of the American Folklife Center as part of the Archie Green Fellowship Project Working the Waterfront New Bedford, a year-long documentation project directed by folklorist Laura Orleans. She and her colleagues at the New Bedford Fishing Heritage Center recorded the voices and experiences of some 60 Massachusetts port workers. Their stories are now a permanent part of the Occupational Folklife Project at the American Folklife Center. To hear the complete interview with Jim Mercer, and to listen to interviews with hundreds of other contemporary American workers, please visit the Occupational Folklife Project online at www.loc.gov forward slash folklife, or just search online for the Occupational Folklife Project. On behalf of the American Folklife Center, this is staff folklorist Nancy Gross. Thank you for listening to America Works. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.